the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live. Friend, heal yourself today. Thanks. Be unto God for His unspeakable gift. Begin to praise Him and worship Him, and the healing will come. Welcome to The Healing Word. This is a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. This week, Pastor Jack Morris is here, and he's going to bring you a series of thanksgiving messages that I pray will lift you up and bring healing to your mind and body. Let's go to the first of this week's messages. The Benefits of Thanksgiving. The Benefits of Thanksgiving. This is a wonderful time of the year, isn't it? Beautiful time. Uh, We thank God for this season of the year uh, of our national proclamation of Thanksgiving. Thank God for America that has a special time on the calendar marked to give thanks to God. Now, obviously, you know we're to thank God all the time, but we remember the foundation of America. You see, it was so many years ago under the cruel persecution of King uh, James Stewart that the pilgrims, a little band of pilgrims, about 100, 109 of them, left Plymouth to find a place of worship here in America. They, they sailed the cruel, stormy Atlantic. Uh, they wanted to land in what we might call now the southern states of the Carolinas or Georgia. That, that was their goal. That's where these pilgrims wanted to, wanted to land. But uh, instead, the merciless winds of the Atlantic blew them off course, and they landed in a place that we now know as Cape Cod, Massachusetts. There was no heat on the little Mayflower. No one in their right mind would try to cross the Atlantic in that kind of a little boat today. But, you know, there are some people out there that, you know, they'll get in a balloon or whatever and try to go someplace and get themselves lost, and then we have to go find them. But uh, <laughs> there, there wasn't anybody to find them. They trusted in God, those few pilgrims, and uh, they sailed across the Atlantic. It took them three months. Can you imagine that? I wouldn't want to take a journey anywhere that would take three months to get there. But it took them three months without sanitation, without heat, uh, on that little boat. But finally they arrived. That first winter was, was fierce in Massachusetts. The wind, the cold, uh, the ground was frozen so hard. Do you know that of that little more than 100, half of them died the first winter? Those people really must have wanted to worship God to go to the lengths that they went to. And they buried their dead in unmarked graves for fear the Indians uh, would maybe dig up their loved ones and mutilate them. 
steal their clothes, who knows what. So they had to bury them in unmarked graves. But when spring came, they tilled the soil and harvested their crops. And then they prayed for the blessing of Almighty God to come upon their harvest. And you know what happened? That fall was harvest time. They harvested a great crop and they thanked God. They bowed their head. They gave praise to the Lord. Friends, that is the foundation of America that became a Christian nation and became the greatest nation on earth. It all began with a foundation of prayer. And you know, God is the same. He still hears and answers prayer and he receives thanksgiving when we offer thanksgiving to him. He blesses us. He hears our prayers. We give thanks to the Lord. And this coming Thursday, our hearts are naturally drawn to those 50-some remaining pilgrims and their expressions of thanksgiving. And with them, we will unite our voices and our hearts and give praise and thanks to God. Expressions of thanksgiving blesses the person who gives the thanksgiving. Now, we've already been blessed. That's why we give thanks. But I'll say it again. The person who gives thanks for what he or she has already received receives another, a bonus blessing for giving praise and giving thanks to God. Thanksgiving has a special virtue that produces blessing. Oh, I pray today that you'll hear me. And because you'll be so blessed as you remember and give thanks to think and thank. That's what it's all about. Remembering and giving thanks. There are great benefits in thanksgiving. So do yourself a favor. Do yourself good. You want to do something good for yourself? Give thanks to God. You see, there is spiritual medicine that cures emotional hurts and pains when we give thanks. Or there is a serum that contains the agents of immunity against getting down spiritually and emotionally and becoming depressed and sad. There is a spiritual medicine. So if you want to heal and be blessed and to heal and bless yourself, then give thanks to God. God made our bodies fearfully and wonderfully. And now these bodies will respond when we give thanks to God. A number of years ago, Corinne and I had an opportunity to go to England. We were only there for a week just to do some sightseeing. And a church that I always wanted to visit, and I'd read about it, and I had my opportunity, Corinne and I, on a Sunday morning. We went to Westminster Chapel. In 1920, there was a pastor there, John Henry Jowett, a great man of God. He's written so many books, and pastors and theologians are still reading today. But... Dr. Jowett was a depressed man, and he wrote to his friend in 1920, and he said, I do not have unbroken joy. I have my ups and downs, and he says, at times, I am a wretched man. This great pastor that inspired me, inspired so many other pastors, and continues to this day. But he said, I've discovered something, that when I praise God and thank God, that that spirit lifts from me and the joy of the Lord comes back. Oh, would to God that you and I would discover that secret to 
praise the Lord and to give thanks to God. Now, look at the screen with me. I want you to read uh, Psalm 147, uh, verse 1. Read it together in unison. How good it is to sing praises to our God. How pleasant and fitting to praise Him. Now, notice that first word that is underlined, good. A thankful heart brings good into it. It's good to give thanks to God because, number one, it raises the mind from earth to heaven. You see, when we're praising God, we're, 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 leaving, we're leaving the problems, the trials, the difficulties, uh, we're leaving them behind. Our mind is no longer earth-focused on the difficulty. Our mind is being lifted up, elevated, transcending. And secondly, when we praise the Lord, we are joining with the the saints who have gone on before us and the angels of God. They're worshiping God continually. And we now unite with them and become one with them in worship to the Lord. I, I think of... How many of you here this morning, you have lost loved ones? They've, they've gone on to heaven. Let me see your hands. Now, everybody look this way and look this way. See all these hands. Okay. When you praise the Lord, you are uniting with the angels and with your loved ones. You are once again together with your loved ones. When you're praising the Lord, you're doing something that they're doing and you're united with them again and you together are giving praise and thanks to God. You're connected with your loved ones. You're connected with the angels of God when you praise and give thanks to the Lord. It is a good thing to give praise to the Lord, to sing praises. Now the scripture says in Psalm 22 verse 3, you are holy, speaking of God, you are holy, enthroned in the praises of Israel. You are holy, enthroned. Praise puts a crown on God's head. Praise crowns the Lord. Now, our problems, our troubles, our sadnesses and our depressions have been king over our lives too long, dictating to us. Causing us to feel like we feel when we don't want to feel that way. But we do feel that way because they're boss. They're king. But when you praise the Lord, you're taking the crown off of your depression or your sadness or your trouble. And you're putting the crown on Jesus. Amen. King of kings and Lord of lords. And then notice when it says, enthroned in the praises of Israel. Praise is the point of God's entry into your situation, into your circumstances. Wherever you are experiencing problems, materially, financially, physically, in the family, in the marriage, when you praise God, you put a crown on God's head, and the praise He inhabiteth, He enters in, He, he comes in, and when He comes in, He now is king, He is boss, He drives out the fear, He drives out the loneliness, He drives out the sadness, He drives out the depression, because you have crowned Him king. He now is Lord over your circumstances because you have made him Lord. Friends, you can do more for yourself than what you're doing. Just praise the Lord. Can you say praise the Lord? Praise you can do that and praise the Lord. <laughs> so praise the Lord. 
we hope that today's message is a blessing and is building your faith in God. We will return for the conclusion, following an invitation for you to learn more about the Largo Community Church by visiting our website, largocc.org. There, you'll find links to all the ministries the church has to offer, including Sunday school, men's and women's fellowships, small groups, youth ministries, and many more. There's also a link for you to join our live worship services every Sunday morning at 9 and 11 o'clock and a donation tab where you can partner with us in reaching the metropolitan area with the Healing Word Ministry. We invite you to visit LargoCC.org and get involved in our dynamic and growing ministry, the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. Now, let's return to the conclusion of today's message, The Benefits of Thanksgiving. Now, when... When you, when you get a new dress or a new suit, you go to the tailor, don't you? Why? You go for a fitting. You go to have your suit and your dress fitted. And the tailor fits it and adorns you. And you come away looking so pretty. And you come to church. You really look, you are a beautiful congregation. I'll tell you, you're a fitting congregation this morning. But when you praise the Lord, it says it is fitting. When you praise the Lord, God adorns you. How is it when I remember to give thanks to the Lord and I thank him for what he's already done, he turns right around and blesses me over again. I just can't get away from blessing. I bless him for what he's done and he blesses me again. I bless him for what he's done and he blesses me again. It's just a, a fitting thing, and he adorns my life with the presence and attitude and the atmosphere of the Lord Jesus, of angels, of holiness. It is a wonderful thing. Now, look at the very next scripture. Would you put scripture 2, verse 2 on the screen? The motivation for thanksgiving. Come on. Now, read this with me. Here's the motivation. Together, The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers the exiles. He builds up. Say that the Lord builds up. The Lord builds up. He builds up. The world, life, difficulties, troubles will tear you down. And many of us are coming into church today beat up by last week where we worked and where we lived and the things we've experienced. But the Lord builds up Jerusalem. Now, Jerusalem is not just a geographical period, a place. It's not a place you can go to on the map and put your finger. It is that. Yes, it, it, it is that. But it's, a, it's an experience. And I want to tell you how you and I can have a Jerusalem experience. Do you want to know? A Jerusalem, a Jerusalem experience builds up. Now, this promise is to the exiles of Israel. God is saying, I'm going to bring you back together again. I'm going to restore what the enemy has taken away. I'm going to unite you. I'm going to empower you. Now, the scripture says in the book of Revelation that you and I, the church, the bride of Christ, we're the new Jerusalem. So you now, as a child of God, can lay claim to that blessing and say, Lord, you're going to build me up. Praise is going to build me up, strengthen me, empower me, quicken me, make me more feel more alive than ever before. Friend, 
God cares for you, and he has good to put into your life and into my life if we'll just give him thanks and recognize him for what he has already done for us, what he's already done. We should praise the Lord. I think one-third of our prayers should be petition, that is, asking and being specific, a request. Two-thirds ought to be praise. Well, maybe one-fourth ought to be petitions, and three-fourths ought to be praise. Because God has already blessed, and when you begin to praise him, he starts blessing all over again, adoring, adorning us. It's an atmosphere, and that gives to you and me a Jerusalem experience. How many would like to have a Jerusalem experience, a building-up experience? Amen? It's yours today. Come on, say praise the Lord. Come on, say it again. Now I'll say praise to the Lord. Praise to the Lord. This is our God who is worthy. Now, let's look at the next verse, verse 3. Put that up on the screen for me. Read it in unison. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Afflicted. No, as I said, some of us have come in here just beat up by what's happened last week. People, things, circumstances, finances, a career, job, uh, it just has a way of, of putting us down, beating us up. But the Lord heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. I, I'm repelled by sickness and sin. And you are too. I know you are. We're repelled by wounds. I, I don't want to look at a wound. I see a wound, I'll look the other way. God bless you physicians that can look at wounds and, and bruises like, like you can. Uh, I, I can't do that. I'm repelled. Most of us are repelled. But do you know this? Jesus is attracted to the wounds and the hurts and the brokenness. That that would repel me attracts him. And if there is a wound or a brokenness, look what it says. He heals the broken heart. He comes. He heals. He binds up. He, he puts in the, the salve of grace. And, and then he bandages with the bandages of love. He's the physician of the soul. And if your soul is lacking anything today, the Lord Jesus, the physician, is here to bless and to heal, to restore if you only will know him and praise him and worship him, his blessing will come in great abundance to you. Amen. Amen. Let's look and read the conclusion of the sermon together in unison. Let us give thanks to God for all his many blessings. He is worthy, and in return for our thanksgiving, he blesses us further by bringing good and pleasant and wellness into our lives. Now, that's the word of God. We heard it today. Praise the Lord. How good it is to sing praises to our God. How pleasant and fitting to praise him. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He heals the brokenhearted. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's bow our heads before him, please. Father God, I thank you for caring so much for us blessing us. Oh, you have blessed us with a thousand blessings. Most of them we've forgotten. You, you are patient with us. You know how we forget. But we do remember many of those blessings, and we give you praise, and particularly for the blessing most precious, the greatest gift of all is 
the forgiveness of our sins through the blood of Jesus and the gift of eternal life. We give you praise. We give you thanks. And then for all of the many other spiritual, emotional, physical, and financial, and family gifts, we give you praise. We give you thanks. Dear friends, I want to pray for you. You perhaps came to church today beat up by the world, feeling hurt, being abused. It's not a good feeling. It's got you down. You know that on a matter of hours you're going to go back and to that situation and face it all over again. You don't want to see it again. You don't want to go back to it again. But today the Lord is going to help you and bless you. He's going to go back with you. I want you to give him praise for his abiding presence with you always. Give thanks to the Lord. And if you do not know Jesus as your Savior... This is a wonderful time to accept him and receive him into your heart. Do you want me to pray for you to receive Jesus? I'll do that now. Oh, with great joy, I'll do that now. And you too can become a child of God, have a Jerusalem experience, be built up in Christ. Everything will change. Old will pass. New will come. With our heads bowed and our eyes closed, if you want to know Jesus as your Savior, will you raise your hand and I'll, I'll see it. No one else is looking around. Yes, bless you, dear little boy. Raised his hand. Isn't that wonderful? Anybody else? You want to? Know? Yes, I see your hand, ma'am. God bless you. You may put your hand down now. Anybody else? Okay. I'd be happy for you to come down to this altar and meet me here and pray with me. No one's looking around. You won't be embarrassed at all. Would you like to come, ma'am? Little boy, would you like to come over here with me? a little bit shy okay anybody would like to come and have prayer with me this morning renew your relationship with the Lord accepting Jesus as your personal Savior I'm here to pray for you I'm here to rejoice with you and give thanks to God with you okay come over mother come on dad how old are you You're 11 years old. That's about how old I was when I came to Jesus and gave my heart to Jesus. That's wonderful. I'm so happy. I'm going to pray for you now. Anybody else would like to come and pray? Okay. Okay. Would you pray this prayer after me? You say these words. Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Make me a Christian. Make me a Christian. I accept Jesus, I accept Jesus. As, my as my personal Lord and Savior. And I pray that you will help me, dear Lord, to live the rest of my life for Jesus. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for coming into my heart. have accepted Jesus as your Savior. Remember this day and always be thankful and rejoice. Thank you, parents, for bringing your children up in the house of God. God bless you.
We thank you for joining us for today's Healing Word message, The Benefits of Thanksgiving. If you prayed with Pastor Morris just now to accept Jesus as your Savior, will you send us an email so we can share in your blessing? Send your message to contact us at thehealingwordministries.com. That's contact us at thehealingwordministries.com. As we conclude today's program, here is Pastor Morris. Hello, friend. I'm inviting you to watch the streaming of the Largo Community Church worship service at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock on Sunday mornings. Go to the church website, www.largocc.org. That's largocc.org and click on Watch Live. It's in the upper right corner of the homepage of the website. The Word of God will be a blessing to you. It is the healing word, bringing healing to the soul, to the psychic, to your body, to your mind, to your emotions, to any conflict. It's the healing word of God. Be blessed. Be abundantly blessed. I'm Pastor Jack Morris. Be sure to tune in to WAVA tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.